Welcome to a kinky frame of mind. This is an explicit podcast. If you are under 18, please leave now. The views and opinions expressed belong solely to the hosts and should not be taken as medical or professional advice. Hey, you kinky fuckers. Hey, hey. Welcome back. Oh, I got something in my eyeball. We're back at it again, motherfuckers. Yes, we are. Motherfucker. Did you die? Did you die? Anyways, I am the one and only Don Juan, the great and powerful Oz, the man behind the microphone. Yes. And with me, as always, the eye-picking. There is something in my eyeball. It's called an eyeball. No, that is my eyeball. Look me in the eyeball. <laughs> Miss Sin. Ta-da. And we are the Kinky Frame Mind Podcast. The one and only. The one and only. Mm-hmm. I, I always want to say often duplicated. I know. You say that every time. But yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to be us. We are. So. So let's talk about what we've done the last few weeks in our review. I'm I'm trying to remember. Two weeks ago, we went to a party. We did. We did a performance. We did. So it went. It it was a fun party. <laughs> Had a good time. Yes. So, but I'm gonna give y'all a motherfucking key, okay? A piece of advice. Hmm. This is one to live by, okay? I say a lot of weird shit, but this is a piece of advice that you need to listen to. Okay. If you had a party, somebody's doing a performance or or a scene or something. Don't fucking walk up to them while, while they're doing it. How's that feel? Yeah, I was not in the right frame of mind to really say much, and I was so caught off guard that I was like... We're doing a, a performance at this party. We're in the middle of the dance floor, the only people out there doing our thing with the rope. And this woman walks across the dance floor and tries to talk to Sin while I'm trying, trying to tire. Mm-hmm. God damn, it threw everything for, for a loop. Yes, it did. It stopped me in my tracks. It got you out of your space. We 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 were getting our space. We were doing good, and then little Miss Karen walks across the fucking dance floor. And 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 you pulled it back together pretty pretty good though. I did, but it was just for a second about just. You froze like what the heck? I'm gonna ask her what the fuck are you doing. <sighs> what the fuck are you doing, Karen? She was being a Karen. She was. I'm like, you could have talked to us afterwards. We'd be more welcome to talk to you. You know, we love to talk about rope and shit, but don't do it in the middle of our right. our vibe. It'd be different if we were doing a teaching right. class or doing a, something, but we were in the middle of a fucking performance. Hmm. And it's not like it just started. We, we I'd already had you tied in a TK, mm-hmm. and then we put you in the chair, and I, I think I had the food the food on on you already uh, i think so and she i think you're tying the yeah. photo to the chair yeah, i was tying the photo to the chair and then she walks up so we're three or four minutes in in into this already right it's not like we just started or we're just in and it was like right in the fucking middle and i was so i was like um yeah i'm like uh woman unless you want to get tied up and thrown in the corner fucking get away from me that wouldn't be a nice tie it'd be a uh, 
sadistic. No, it'd be like a cowboy tie. Hog tie? Hog tie it and throw my hand in there and time it, bitch. I'm done. So we had a good time at the party. Yeah. It was a fun vibe. It was. D- different crew, so. It was a different crew. Yep. Got to see some people we hadn't seen in a while. Yep. It was nice. Got to see some people, yeah. So. And Saturday, we, we that Saturday, we were in OKC and we did. Uh, we were so tired by the end of the night. We did we did the marathon fo- fo- photo, photo shoot. shoot. Mm-hmm. It we was did, really good. We did four photo shoots. We had five scheduled, but thank goodness we had a girl get sick. Not, not that <laughs> not, she got not sick. Not that she got sick, but it was nice to have a break. Yeah. Because I took a nap during that break. And that break wasn't very long at all. But I was, it was like for, oh for that hour and a half. I, I was out. Yeah. But we did this four photo shoots. They were great. Had a great time. Mm-hmm. And then we came back on Sunday to do. First one was a sexy motherfucking woman. Mm. They all were. I think they, they all were. But I just. just so. You just have the hots for one for sure. Maybe. A little bit. So. Then the second one we, we've known for a long time. She's a great girl. Mm-hmm. Love her death. Then we did a couple. Mm-hmm. They were two different shoots, but then we ended up doing them together. So. She did her shoot. He did his shoot. And then we did some shoot, shoots together. Mm-hmm. We got us a new fucking model. He did not realize he was going to like that <laughs> yeah. so much. At first, he's real uptight and stiff. And then by the end of the night, he's like just going. Then I sent him pictures. He's like, can we do more? I'm like, fuck yeah, we can. <laughs> that was funny. So then we come home and do another shoot on Sunday. We're supposed to have two on Sunday. Yeah, we had somebody, animal died or something. I can't remember what the, what the reason was. But mm-hmm. so. So, but in that, thank goodness, that was a girl we knew, so it was a little more laid back. and Right. But we, we did, I did four rope shoots, so. And, and the, we had done one the Wednesday before? Was it Wednesday? Yeah, we did it Wednesday before, because we did so the, the by, by Sunday, we were like, oh, yeah, my God. I have like, so much shit to edit. <laughs> I got it all done, though. Yes, you did. I, I was a diehard. Yes. So then this last weekend was a totally fucking different weekend for us. <laughs> One that was kind of... Now, mind you, part of that was my fault. But still, I can't remember the last time we were home on a Friday and Saturday. <laughs> well, Normally we're out one, 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 one two, but we, we were not really home, but we were together for both of them, which yeah. is odd for us. We weren't doing any events. Friday night we ended up going to a movie. Yes. Saw the plane. Mm-hmm. The plane, the plane. Yes. With Gerard Butler. It was good. He's starting to look a little old. He, well, he is not as young as he once was. I'm just saying. So, would you still do him? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. Celebrity, you know? So then we saw the plane. It was a really, really good movie. It was. I told, told BT I should not be watching a movie about a plane crashing when i know he's in a plane coming back i was like that was a, kind of a surreal moment i was like "Ooh!" and then you're going on a plane <laughs> i know <laughs> it'll be all right it'll be all right so but then saturday we ended up going to a movie again yes we went and saw 880 for brady fucking hilarious cute show got me a thing for cougars right now <laughs> There's some hot, old, older women in that. And 80 would be a cougar, really. That's 30 years. Yeah. That's definitely a cougar for you. Yep. Well, no, mind you, we stayed home because I was trying to recruit because I sent myself into some allergy attack and then it just kind of progressed from there. 
We've both been fighting allergies for a couple weeks, so it was nice. And it's nice not to have to have a major agenda for anything. So then got up Sunday, went to dinner with my my dad. Mm-hmm. And good. our youngest. It was good to see him. So He was kind of quiet, though. Hey, my dad? Mm-hmm. He probably couldn't hear, though. Probably. But so the Thursday before that, by my youngest calls, mm-hmm. car's acting up. Mm-hmm. So he's on, on his way to school. So it's really weird. You know, we go pick up. T- I meet him to pick up the car. I, I think it's a misfire. So mm-hmm. I'm like, let's just run over to AutoZone and check. Right. So we pull into AutoZone. We both look at each other we're like, that looks like my dad's truck. Well, Al, has he seen that one? Yeah. Oh. So. Well, he, he told me he thought it looked like, that looks like Bo in there. Yeah, but we're both like, that looks like Papa's truck. And that looks like Bo. We walk in, my dad's standing there. We're clear across fucking town. I don't know why my dad's. You know, he just wanted to get out. My dad's in the hood. Why all of them? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I don't know why he's at that one. You know, so it it was funny. So we went to lunch with him last week, but so so I got to see him twice in a week. Mm -hmm. It was kind of nice. That was kind of funny though. I was like, why that one? So now, mind you, we have yeah in town. He's got two right right by his house. You know. (laughs) Oh, I'm like okay. But so we got two. Yeah, phone off a little bit there. <laughs> you was blown out. So, <laughs> but we, he's got two right right by his house. I don't know why he went clear across town. Other than to just get out, he and just drive. gets out and drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we did a big thing in in the last couple of weeks. Though, I don't think we've, we've announced it yet. Oh, I don't know. Signed a contract on a for an event. Oh yes. I think, I think that um, Lady Croft said something on ours, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we haven't announced it yet. So right. Um, we used to have an event in town called Rope Rope Jam. We've talked about it on podcast forks. We were going to do it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It got handed us to do. Then COVID happened. Right. So coming out of COVID. Couldn't it's taken re- a while. We couldn't really find a place that worked for us. We had a few places booked, tried to book a few places, but you know, it's hard to, to fucking book book a place. It is. So we had a hotel that had been being revamped in town. Mm-hmm. They finally reopened their Yeah, cuz they they've for the last 3 years. Yeah. They finally reopened their banquet rooms or their conf- conference rooms mm-hmm. and the lady booked us. So Rope Jam be going on in May 20th in Wichita. Mm-hmm. So if you're close and you like rope or you're even just interested in rope, come out. It's going to be a great event. We'll have classes during during the day. That night, we're going to have regional performers. So yes. we've got guys from Texas. we got two guys from Texas coming up. we got a guy from Manhattan coming down. I'm talking to a couple from Colorado. It's exciting. So I'm, I'm trying to get some some regional guys to come in and do some stuff for us. And Saturday night's just going to be performances. Right. You're, you're, you're going to see some of the best regional rope people around. And it's just going to be a fun time. We're going to have just... If you've never been, you should at least try this one. Yeah. And if you're even curious about rope, come out for And for if you've Saturday been night. and you want to come back, hey. Yeah. But you're more than welcome. Saturday night's just going to be a fun time with just rope people, you know, and doing it, so... We got why a lot does, of. Why does this keep falling? Tighten it up. Where? Here? Yep. Oh. 
So, but then oh. we've we got a lot of stuff going on. I've got my intensives going on. Yes. So you got one in February. An, an intensive in rope terms is a day day long class. Right. Now I'm doing a beginner's intensive, so it's going to be a day long class for beginners. I'm going to walk you through the history of shibari, uh, what kind of rope to use, what kind of rope not to use, equipment. What different rope looks like. What different rope looks like, feels like, uh, how, to, how to negotiate a scene, how to negotiate, how to, how to vet a rigger or a mm. bottom. Then on top of that, we're, we're going to teach you five, six ties. Right. And then you're going to have plenty of hands-on, practical practice time. Right. Training. Training. We're going to put it all together at the end and show you how 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 to do something with it. So you how to have, enjoy the rope. So you're going to come out of this class with a knowledge of five to six ties plus knowledge about the history of rope and all that stuff. But it's going to be a good basis for you to start with. Mm-hmm. I mean, learn learn learning five six ties in a weekend is huge. I mean, and most of these ties are ties I use every day I tie mm-hmm. or every time I tie at some point. So Pretty much your standard Yeah, they, they, type they, of. These are my standard go-tos. So you're going to be able to do a full scene or do whatever you want whenever you're done with this weekend. It's going to give you a good idea on if you're going to like rope. Right. If you come out of the weekend and you don't like it, then rope's probably not for then, you. Then you had a, a, a day of... Experience. Experience and entertainment and... Because we, we've got one February 18th in OKC. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have one March 25th-ish in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Still working on details of that one out. Then I'm going to try to do one in April in either KC or Tulsa. Okay. So, and then May we'll have rope, rope, rope Jam. So it's going to be boom, boom, boom. But that's really, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, that's really my focus this year is teaching. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put together these traveling classes that I can just take wherever. I ain't going to exactly. take, take, take them too far because i got too much shit to hell. <laughs> if, if I can't drive there, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I get all my shit out there to do this one. You have to find a courier. Yeah. <laughs> I need to can ship you a, ship this box? I need to ship a container. Get yourself a pod. A pod. I need <laughs> my pod to go. <laughs> Get yourself a little U-Haul. That's what you do. Yep. But still, I'd have to drive then, so I just oh, put, put it back the truck. We might need a U-Haul for fucking the pool party. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Give me a 28-foot U-Haul and pull, pull in there. <laughs> I'm here, fuckers. Yeah, that's it's going to be a lot that weekend. But... So we're going to kind of talk about a topic tonight that we've talked about before. Okay. But we're going to hit it again and talk a little bit different about it for sure. But we're going to talk about risk profiles. We've talked about risk profile before, but we're going to kind of talk about why do we need a risk profile, what's important about it, and then what are standard risk profile types, Okay. But first of all, you know, we hear it a lot. You know, this doesn't fit my risk risk profile. What does that fucking mean? What, you know, I feel sometimes we've gotten to the point where we just can't tell people no. Right. We're, we got to have a reason why. 
not not to I, hey i don't want to do that scene but that doesn't really fit fit my wrist profile that, that, that I, I think sometimes we just say shit to say shit to say shit yeah we don't really know what 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 we're saying or why we're saying it if that makes sense. Sometimes we're just stubborn. We want what we want. And that's yeah. not always acceptable. And I would rather have somebody just be honest with me and say, hey, I don't want to do that. Or I don't feel like doing that, that tonight. Instead of saying, hey, you know, because why doesn't it fit your wrist? I'm not going to ask why, but sometimes you think about why doesn't this fit? But having a wrist profile is a great thing. Having a list of don'ts mm-hmm. is a great thing. Having a list of stuff that you don't want to do is a great thing, but we also got to look at why we don't want to want to do this shit. Okay, is there a reason why, or just because I, I don't want to? Okay. Some sometimes it's it's and, and sometimes it, it it's a lot easier to explain to a potential partner, hey, I don't want to do this because of this, and maybe we can come up with a different idea. You know, like I really don't want my hands tied up. Right. Because I work with them every day. I type. I don't want to fuck up my fingers. So we could do something else. Something like with me. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going to tie your fingers and bend them back and and torture you. Where somebody else that doesn't care, you know, I I, I get a little more sadistic with fingers. Right. I don't do anal because it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know? Sometimes you have to elaborate a little bit more. Especially, it, it really helps, you know, because mm. if you elaborate why or, hey, I don't like this, I don't like that, it can help you. It can help your, your top understand your body a little more so that they can pay attention to, oh, because of your job, um, you don't want your fingers you know, um, tied up or whatever. So let me, let me be more cautious or if you're a singer, you know, let's not do choking or Mm -hmm. neck rope or something that might, right. Something that might hinder whatever it is. Cause you know, we're really great at saying, okay, I have a bad elbow. I have a bad shoulder. I have a bad, Mm -hmm. we, we, we don't say, Hey, I can't do that because that doesn't fit my wrist profile because of a bad shoulder. No, but sometimes we just don't communicate I think it's easier for us to just shut shut shit off. Mm-hmm. Instead than... of explaining. The reason why I would like not to do this is because. So I challenge you to really sit down and decide what you don't want to do and why. Mm-hmm. What are key things to your day-to-day life that you can't can't go, go without? And then base your risk profile around that. Right. Don't just do it because it's the trendy thing to do. It's the fun thing to do. It's the because e- you want easy to, to fly in the air, or it, it's the easy out. You know, no, just like we we we're, we're talking earlier. No is a complete sentence. Yeah, so, good statement. So if somebody says, "I don't want to do this," you don't. You know, do do you, do you want to do this tonight? No, then you don't have to fucking explain. But sometimes helping someone to understand, like 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 I said, no is a complete sentence. But sometimes. Elaborating on that helps, especially right. somebody that like me or well, I'm gonna say like me. Um, I I don't want to do that tonight because I'm tired. Well, explain to me what's making you tired. Uh, well, my body's been out of sorts, and so even with my normal partners, you know, there's times where we say, "You want to do this tonight?" No, I'm not feeling that, so we change it up. That. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, I know I'm, you know, you, you want to be sadistic. No, I really want to just feel a nice hug. Right. So I'll make rope do what you want. Right. You know, I just, I, I really, what, are, what is you, what are you feeling? What is your body feeling? Which can, if, oh, okay. I don't want to do um, anything too aggressive because I'm, I'm worn out right. or. Or, you know, hey, my my ankle's been hurting, so let's try not to put a rope on my ankle or whatever, you know? Yes. I've had sinuses, so maybe I don't want to be in face down with something, you know? Right. What, what, whatever it is, you know? Women, we've talked about this before, okay? Sometimes closer to your period, your pain tolerance is lower. It's different. So if we're talking about impact, maybe I can't go as heavy night because I'm start. I don't supposed to start my period in, in a day or two, two, two days. That's that's details that are nice to know. Right. Communication, communication, communication. Okay. So when we talk about risk profile. There are a few major types of risk profile. Okay. When we all start in into the shit, we have. SSC. I always want to say say it wrong. I always want to say SCC. I don't right. understand why. Safe, sane, consensual. Okay, that's where we all start. Mm-hmm. That's where we come in the lifestyle. At fuck, if it's safe and sane, I'm gonna fucking try it. You know, right? And as long as me and you consent to it, fuck, we'll do whatever. That's where 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 we start. That's where most people start. You know. Mm-hmm. Most people don't come in knowing a lot about what's Risk going on. Period. Okay. Risk is something we have to talk about. And everything we do is a risk. You no, you it, should you should already just be in a mindset of saying that all this could be No matter how prepared you are, no matter what's going on, it's a risk. So safe saying I don't like really safe saying consensual. Because nothing we really do is safe. Right. We can make it safer. Or or or, or try to make it better, but it's right. still not safe. If I'm going to beat your ass, <coughs> it's not safe. There's right. risk. If I'm going to put rope on you, there's risk. If I'm going to do fire with you, there's risk. It's not safe. We well, make it as safe as we can We possibly. make it as safe as we can. But to me, I don't like the term safe scene consensual. That, that's just me. Mm-hmm. Because really nothing we do is safe, per se. Exactly. It's And some of the shit I do is not sane. Okay? True. If, if you're a sadist, that's not fucking sane. If you get off on delivering that kind of pain and impact to somebody, that's, that's, that's not sane. Okay? And I'm a sadist, so I, I can say that. <laughs> I am not mentally sane whenever it comes to that. Right. You know, I I admit it. And it's funny because that's one thing that I said I would never do when I got, got in this. You know, you see these bruises where people are black and blue and fucking marks mm-hmm. on them. Now I'm fucking, if I'm not fucking marking you and, and drawing blood in, in an impact scene, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. You know, I get off on that now. I get off on the the, the consensual side yeah, of it. The, it, 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 it. It's all consensual, yes. Everything we do is consensual. But the sane, I don't think I'm real sane whenever I get off on marking somebody, drawing blood, the fucking pictures three, four days later. 
Right. I mean, if I do a heavy impact scene with with, with a bottom, one one of the requirements is I get pictures every day. Right. I want to see. I want to see those fucking marks. I want, I want to see those nasty yellow bruises. I want to see that. I want to see what I did. Yeah. It it it's a trophy, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we all start at that point, you know. Oh, it sounds fun. Let's figure it out. Let's go for it. You know? Right. So then we move into rack, is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Risk aware consensual kink. So now we're starting to understand the risk that we're, put, we're putting ourselves in. We understand that rope is edge play. We understand mm-hmm. that fire is fire. It's fire. You know, of all the things I do, the one that fascinates me the most is fire. Mm-hmm. And be, why? Because I can't fucking control it. Which is funny for someone who likes controlling. But that's why fire fascinates me so much. Mm -hmm. Everything else I do, I control 100%. If I'm doing impact, if I'm doing rope, if I'm doing electric, whatever, I control that. Fire, it it can do its own fucking thing no matter what. If I put... It's a higher risk. If I put moose down on you and there's something else on you, it might take a di- different path than what, what we planned. Right. You know? It might go sideways on, on us. Fire's going to do whatever it, it wants to do. Yeah, it's not. So now it's we're going to start. Mind. Now we're starting to understand the risk. We're starting to understand what's going on. We're starting to understand what a protocol is, what what plans are, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing some research so I can be a better top. I can be a better bottom. I can be whatever i can understand what what i'm putting myself into you know i'm starting to understand how to how to vet people so i can put be the safest mm-hmm. that i can be and 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 understanding what it is <coughs> that is required of you to make it as safe as possible it's definitely knowing those type of things uh, of uh, understanding what it is that you are taking a risk in what it is that you are exploring with, you know, if it's the fire, if it's whatever, you're understanding those risks even more into detail and, and taking it to that next step. It's, it's definitely something that um, you have to uh, be, be very cognitive about. So from rack, then we move into what we call prick, okay? Mm-hmm. And yes, I am a prick, okay? That doesn't mean <laughs> that. But prick is what, what what I practice, okay? It's personal responsibility, informed consensual kink. So now we're, we've went from just understanding the risk to I know the personal risk that I'm going to put myself into. Right. I understand if I do this, this is the personal risk. This is what I'm willing to risk. This is what I'm willing to do to my pers- my my personal self. So we're starting to, as we evolve, we're taking more and more personal responsibility, which is great. That's what, what we need to do. We need to be taking personal responsibility for, for what we do. Okay? Exactly. We need to be very aware of what it is that we're doing. So we've, we've talked about this on, on the podcast before. We talked about all this. We did a whole show when we first started about 
broke each one of these down, mm-hmm. okay? Now I'm going to tell you something, okay? Dum, dum, dum. No matter how well you're prepared, when shit goes bad, you forget all that shit. Okay? Yeah. And when shit goes wrong, it doesn't even have to go bad. It just no. goes when, when, wrong if there's when, a bump in the road. When when you have an issue in, in a scene that happens, mm-hmm. you forget all your fucking... Your mind goes to that that issue and you're focused on that issue Mm -hmm. okay which is is ultimately a good thing a good thing but you know we we talk about how prepared we are how our safety protocol is how this and that is you know what it's all great and good now now let's let's back up though your your safety protocols go a long way you you yeah when, I mean, when something goes on that is in a high state of awareness i've been very blessed okay well no but when when you have a high state of awareness on that um you are very proactive on making sure everything is safe now when it's something smaller that you may not know about until later that's when it starts fucking with you more i think i've been very lucky because i've taken my 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 protocol seriously i've taken Mm -hmm. my risk seriously but when a scene goes bad you fucking forget that right when your mind kind of leaves your body for a moment when you have a bottom that gets hurt you forget that Mm -hmm. all you're thinking about is what the fuck happened why where did it go wrong because it wasn't a major crisis type of wrong it was as a top we're thinking what the fuck did i do wrong Mm -hmm. we're not going through our thing and saying okay my bottom was took her personal risks she knows no in that scene that was my responsibility right but you didn't know that that it was a problem until later okay i had a scene that just went bad mm-hmm. a few weeks a week ago okay i was tying a girl we were playing and she made a comment about her thumb was numb okay that doesn't fit into my nerve i mean i adjusted the bands did what you could. Everything was fine. Got down with the scene, and her wrist is non-mobile. Mm-hmm. Okay, so immediately, I forget all my wrist profile. I forget everything, and all I'm thinking about is, what the fuck did I do? Right. What did I do wrong? What did I do that could could change this? What did I do? I'm not thinking through my shit that I've learned for six years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to my worst case. This is what most of us do. Right. We're great when things are going good. When that one scene goes bad, then we question ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? It's hard not to question yourselves. I'm like, I'm I'm in the middle of doing all this, all these classes, teach all this shit. I'm like, am I even, should I even be, be doing this? You know, mm-hmm. and you should, yeah, simply for that reason. But I was talking to my bottom day. She made a great comment that really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. It's no different in sports. Exactly. I'm like, you're fucking right. You know, I coached football for 15 years. Mm-hmm. I, I That's watched, a risk right there. I watch kids get hurt every day and, and come back. Right. They knew the risk they put themselves in when they stepped 
between those lines. Right. Whether it was football, wrestling, whatever. When you step on a field, we you, you know what risk you're taking. Right. You know? It's no different than... We, we need to think about our scenes the same way. When we start a scene, we we have to know what risk we're putting ourselves in mm-hmm. and take responsibility for that. If the scene goes bad, if something happens, it's okay. It's okay for something to go bad. It's okay for somebody to get hurt. Right. I mean, it's not okay. No, but, but, but mentally we have to un- un- understand it is okay. It is okay. It is a risk. It, it, is, it is something that everybody... People are going to heal. Bodies are going to heal. But we got to get a... We're, me and her were talking today. we got to make sure that people un- understand that it's okay if a scene doesn't go the way we want it. We we're, it, It's okay if something... It also keeps you very alert and very yeah. I mean, focused I'm, and aware. I've been very... I'm always alert. I'm always coherent. Am I? Yeah, but I mean, it, but it just makes you to stop and appreciate what you've had and refocus yeah. and go, okay, let me make sure I am checking but on my P's and Q's. I'm telling you, the last two, three days, I've been going through, through my head trying to figure out what I did wrong, mm-hmm. what I could have done better. But instead of looking at it you know, as, okay, let's move forward, I was trying to move backwards. Mm-hmm. I was trying to regress and go backwards, but we have to move forward. Okay, this is what happened. We understand that. We still don't know what the fuck happened, okay? Nothing you can do to change it. Nothing we can do to change it. We we took all of our protocol and all of our normal risk stuff, mm-hmm. communication. We had great communication during during the scene. We thought we had everything got done, and we get done with the scene, and our wrist isn't working, okay? Now we got to understand, okay, how are we going to get her back in how are we going to get back into doing stuff? How are we going to get back into... So we've already been talking about, okay, we're going to do harnesses next time that don't involve binding her wrists together. Right. Yeah, you know, we did a, T, a, a TKI thing. The rope was sitting on, on a wrist funny, and we either pinched a nerve or right. doc, doctor thinks it may be a tendon. So we're going to do arms-free. We, we've already started talking. We're communicating. Mm-hmm. We're moving forward. Instead of... Running back and second guessing ourselves instead of do we really you know I've watched bottoms do this do I really want to get back in rope right. I I had somebody in in a group today it, it, it was timey Tuesday in in this group and this one girl's like I used to do rope a lot of times and then I had a scene happen and then I don't do rope anymore I'm like but. That would be like like we're talking earlier. That would be like like an athlete that would get hurt and never mm-hmm. get back on the field. We don't hear about that unless it's you know a major right. injury, but just a small in- injury. Those athletes get back out there. We as tops and bottoms have to get back out there. And and you do. It's just like with you and I. I don't prefer to have my arms tied because it messes with my nerves in my hands, and I know that that is my career yeah so i prefer not to i can handle it some i just prefer to be on the safer side for myself but i'm telling you we talk about safe sink essentially talk about rack we talk about prick in that moment you forget all that shit i'm telling Mm -hmm. you i've been blessed i've been doing rope for seven years this is the first major issue i've ever had and the girl i'm tying has been tied in rope for multiple years right it was it was her first 
This is strange. Yeah, well, we're, we're both like, you know, and I did ties on her that I knew other people had done on her before. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be cognizant of what her body can do. I'm like, right. okay, I know that your last rigger did this tie a lot, so let's do that. And that's the tie we did, and that's the tie I think I just didn't didn't rub right on, on her that night. And, and it may not very well have not been anything you did, but yeah. the way she moved. Yeah. And that, 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 that's what happens a lot of times in, in rope. It's not the initial tie. And, like, me and her were getting very aggressive and mm-hmm. primal and wrestling in this tie. So who knows how that rope moved. And, we, you know, mm-hmm. we, talk, we talk about sheer. And that's what happens when you know, that rope moves after we tie it and, and, and it hits something. That's shearing right. that nerve or that's or her, her wrist rolled funny whenever I moved her. Mm-hmm. It, it, it could have nothing to do with the rope at all. Right. Really, it could be me just spinning her funny and her two wrist hit and Well and just like with when you tie me, I, I move in rope. Yeah. Literally move. And me and her were were, were wrestling on the ground, you know. Yeah, and tied her, and we we were actually wrestling. You know, I was using some of my old wrestling moves to to mess with her. You know, mm-hmm. we were being very physical and primal. So who knows if it was the rope, if it was us being aggressive, her just rolling funny. We don't know. We can't. It go, could have been irritated before you ever yeah, started. We can't go back and figure that out. Now we have to put a path to go forward. Mm-hmm. Too many times we get stuck on. What, oh, when, and how. What, when, and how. Or, I don't want to do that again because this happened. Right. Yeah, we lose a lot of good people in, in the community because one, one, one scene goes bad. And they're like, I don't want to do that no more. I don't want to hurt somebody again. Right. But you might go, go another 10 years without hurting somebody again. Exactly. You guys always Or you might go the... two, two weeks. Who fucking knows? We don't know. You always use the, the phrase of um, not if, but when. When you know, I I talk about that a lot, and I I always joke about it. it's not if I break a carabiner, it's not if I break a ring, it's when because I I do shit in rope with some of my bottoms that my equipment was not made to do. A carabiner is static weight. It's not made for me to climb on somebody and jump up and down. Right. You know, just like we talk about rope. Rope happens. Things happen in life, and it's how you come out of those. It's going to make right. you a better, better, better person. If you have, just like anything in life, if you have an incident and you run, you're not going to become a stronger person. So me as a rigger, if I would have ran and just been done with rope, it would have been no good. Right. Now that I'm, we're looking at it different, I'm going to learn from that and move forward. Guess what? That's going to make, make me a, a better rigger. It's going to make her a better, better, better bottom. It's right. going to make us more coherent whenever we talk. Make you more comprehensive in your communication. Yeah, whatever it is, it's, it, it, it's, it's going to make both of us better. It's going to make everybody that we come in contact with better. We got to make. It's going to also. It's also going to be something where now when you teach, you can say, "Okay, here's yeah. the deal." Now that I, I can say, "Yeah, I've I, I, I've had somebody get hurt," mm-hmm. you know. I've had this happen. Just like, you know, I talk about all the time in class, I've had to cut my rope once. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, and too, it's just like um, the rigor who started with me, tied for many years, puts me in a rope, and I 
slip out of it. You just fell out of one one night, yeah. Yeah. Stuff it, happens. It does. Shit happens, rope happens. We, 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 we joke all the time about rope happens. Mm-hmm. Things just go weird some, some, some days. They do. It's how we handle that is what makes us a, a better person. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have to make sure that we make, I'm going to make a point, point of this, for, this one thing I want to make more popular for people to understand it's okay when things go bad. Right. It's okay when something happens. Don't keep it quiet. Don't keep it, don't be ashamed of it. You know, preach it from, from the top. Hey, I did this. I got hurt, but I'm going to learn from it. Right. And actually learn from yeah. it. I mean, we have to make it okay to say, okay, this is what happened. We're moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's just like sports, you know. Athletes get hurt, they rehab, they come back. Right. As a top or a bottom, we get hurt, we hurt somebody, we, we, we figure it out, and we move forward. Exactly. Not that I'm just trying to say that what we do is the same, but it's mentally we, we have to have the same concept, you know. Exactly. Athletes understand the risk they put themselves in. We understand the risk we put ourselves in when we get to the prick stage. It's how we handle that afterwards mm-hmm. that's going to make us better. To make our make our community better. It's going to make our people around us better. It's going to make everything we do better because we've learned from that. We move forward. But I'll tell you what, in the middle of that, I forgot all my shit. But you do. You do. I'm telling you, when she left here and the whole next day when she, she, she was going to the doctor, I was fucking nervous, try, wreck. nervous wreck trying trying to figure shit out. Trying to blame myself. Trying to take responsibility for it, saying mm-hmm. it was my fault. Yes, it's my fault, but we don't know what happened. I was controlling the scene, yes, so it's my fault. But we learn from it. We, mm-hmm. we, we, we move forward. We try something else next time. If we have another problem, then, then, then we figure, figure shit out. Then we start going, okay, let's, let's talk about... What's going on with your body? Yeah, or we, we don't get as rough and physical, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it could have been as simple as I could have just grabbed her arm wrong after we got done. Right. It, it, it could have had nothing to do with the rope. It could have been me and her wrestling. I, I grabbed her arm funny. We don't know, you know? So we can't go back and blame one thing. We just got to move forward and say, okay, let's try this. Let's try that. Let's try this. Exactly. Until we figure out something that's going to work for us all you can do yeah. one step at a time one step can't go back and con- you can't go back because you can't control anything we, we, that direction we can't fix it and even if we could go back we can't control every situation that happened that that scene to know which one it'd be different if when something happened fucking bells and whistles go off or you could print it out and say okay this is what happened in your body when <laughs> yeah if you can go down download this is the moment then we can look at the scene. Okay, this is the moment in that scene where where those line up. We can't do that. That'd be easy then, because then you could go to the doctor and go like, um, "My thyroid's off. Here's where." Yeah. I mean, that'd make things a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't do that, so we have to make it okay mm-hmm. to admit when things go bad. We have to make it okay to only learn only from if you're that. willing to correct yeah. and fix. Yeah. And I'm not saying fucking Joe that doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Get out there and fucking just do something stupid. And, oh, Don said no. I'm saying 
if if you're at the prick stage where you you know your personal responsibility, mm-hmm. we understand the risk. Right. Then, when something happens, we take responsibility for it. I'm taking responsibility for for this. Okay. Is my scene? It went bad. I'm taking responsibility right. for it. Okay. But moving forward, I'm learning from it because I know it's silly to sit here and think. I would be doing rope for 20, 20 years and nobody ever get hurt. Cause uh, and it, unrealistic. It's edge play. It's extremes. What I do with my partners is not, like I said, it's not safe, sane. Right. When when I'm climbing on top of my partners or doing stuff like that for a performance, that stuff's not sane. Okay? I mean... But but I understand the risk. I understand my personal responsibility. So I'm going to learn from that and move forward. That's what we have to do as a community. We have to rise up and move forward. Exactly. We have to get people to understand their scene, with what, what, what your skill is. We have to get you to where you take personal responsibility for your risk. Mm-hmm. And then if something goes wrong, move forward. Exactly. Learn from it. Make yourself a better top. Make yourself a, be- a better bottom. Make yourself a better what, 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 whatever you are and move forward. And I'm telling you, in the middle of that, it's chaos. It's, har- it's hard. You forget all your past lessons. You forget all your all your stuff. And, and if you can't get past it, reach out to a mentor. Re- re- reach out to somebody, you know. Definitely. E- even just talking to my bottom help, 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 helped me. She's been very calm through this. She's been very, right. you know, I've been more upset than, than she has. She's been more rational in, in her, her discussion. And just like today, she's like, it, it's going to happen, you know? And then she's like, I'm going to heal. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're just going to move forward. I'm like, okay. That's when she made the sports analogy. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. It's just like that. You're right. You know, I talked to my kids for years about the risk they they took every time they stepped on on on, on that field, right? Or inside that circle to wrestle, you know. Exactly. But we don't quit. There's no quitting. So. So we we got to talk about. So we talked a little bit tonight about. What a risk profile is, mm-hmm. what, what what they mean. What you can do. And and they change. They move forward. It's a living thing. Now that we've had this experience, we move forward. We grow. Mm-hmm. It's like anything. It's all, it's all we can do. Yeah. We either move forward or, or, or we go backwards. I'm not going to go backwards. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't, so... But thanks for tuning in, guys. Just wanted to hit that, but I just wanted to talk about what's been going on with, with me. You know, we're we're always talking about being being real. Mm-hmm. This is what's happened in my life in the last week. So, this is realness. Yes, it is. So, if I can't sit here and tell you about my realness, then what are we doing? Yeah, scenes go bad, shit happens. We we move forward. I don't want to. Make it sound that simple, but that's that's what that's what it is. Mm-hmm. We learn, we grow, we move forward, we make ourselves better. Don't forget to tune into Full Swap Radio. 
We're on Fridays at one and nine, two and nine. Fuck, I should know this by now. Hmm. But, Sometime. And don't forget to check out our events. We got our intensive tonight, the eighteenth of February, and yes. the rope jam is May twentieth. Exactly. And as always, guys, keep it kinky. Keep it kinky. <laughs>